From beanies to carry bags and from shoes to caps, browse our shop now at tntradio.live. You're with Joe Hoff on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hey, welcome to the Joe Hoff Show. Thank you for joining. Uh, this is the last show of the year, the last show of 2023. And so appreciate you listening in. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff that we've got to talk about today. It's just uh, crazy, been a crazy yet day, night, evening, week, month, and year. It's been a one hell of a year, as we all know. And it's just going to get crazier starting uh soon uh, as we come back next year and our next on our next show and uh yeah what a, what a year it's been you can sit back and reminisce on all the uh crazy stuff that's occurred uh in this incredible year so what can i say personally uh this is uh i guess this is my first full year at tnt radio live i've been here now more than a year loving it it's a great show uh, and a uh, great uh channel for uh, me to be at really enjoy the people here uh, the owners and uh, all those involved in this incredible effort to bring news around the world uh with the with guests and with uh the hosts from around the world as well so it's really an honor to be here and looking forward to 2024 in that regard where we are going to continue to share the news we're going to continue to share the truth and we're going to bring it to you as fast as we can because we know that we're going to be first and accurate in all our reporting and you can come here to get the best and matter of fact we're going to be more than that we are going to be uh continue to be uh news makers so with some of these guests that we have on our show we're certainly breaking news uh on a daily basis here on the joe hoff show and and on other shows on this channel so appreciate you listening in appreciate you uh uh you know admiring uh this show and and all that we do and and uh and it's it's just fantastic having you here i wish you all a very happy new year and uh as well as a merry christmas is since we are still on the 12 days of christmas as i was reminded uh over the last few days i think today it was more than a partridge in a pear tree and and uh three calling birds two turtle doves i think we're on day four or five so um anyways welcome to the joe hoff show so what's going on well I, just a couple things we could mention internationally uh ukraine sounds like that's uh folding looks like uh, Biden has now changed the narrative. Uh, this came out in, a, in an article, a political conservative treehouse noted it, and I put it up in a post at joehoff.com where you can get all of the uh, most recent interesting information that you want, as well as you can get any uh, of my interviews, both both on this show and on other shows. I was on OAN a couple nights ago, spoke with Dan Ball there. You can listen to that. It's about a minute long uh uh tweet basically of of what i had to share with dan we were talking about the voting systems in georgia and i just basically summed it up like this i've been to audit committees around the world and if i ever went into an audit committee and said hey these systems aren't secure bad actors can hack into them relatively easily and they can flip an election or a or your financials or whatever it might be relatively easy once they hack in I would have uh, audit committees freaking out, telling us to shut down those systems immediately and do not put them in production until this is fixed. But not so in the U.S., not with our elections, certainly not in Georgia with Secretary of State Raffensperger. He wants to keep these machines in place, even though there is a so-called patch, as Garland Favorito mentioned on our show yesterday. Garland's from Voter GA 
in uh, Georgia probably knows more than maybe anybody in that state about the fraud. They've been dealing with it for 20 years. He says these machines, the patch, first of all, the patch won't even work. But uh, these systems shouldn't be in place. They're against the law in Georgia because they, they, the, uh, the way the ballots are counted is through a QR code. And nobody knows what that QR code says. So it's impossible to audit. And um, what, uh, without using the same machines that push the garbage through. So it's, it's a mess in Georgia. But these systems, they are broken. Raffensperger doesn't want to test about it. He doesn't dare go under oath because he, uh, he believes he's above the law and that, uh, that he can continue the charade of an election in Georgia. This is going to be one of the biggest stories in 2024, if not the biggest. As we approach the 2024 election, we're going to want to make sure that our systems are fair and transparent. I mentioned I have a team of individuals called FATE 2024, and we are looking into that. We're going to try to figure out ways that we can legally ensure fair and transparent elections with what we have in place today. So big effort uh, by some real smart people that's uh, looking into this. Give you, we'll be talking more about that through the next year. But uh, yeah, that's what's uh, that's what was going on uh, in Georgia. That's what I spoke about uh, with Dan and Ball a couple nights ago, and and then uh, today. So, anyways, a lot going on about the elections. But internationally, I noticed a couple things overnight. One is this young lady, beautiful young girl, who was kidnapped by Hamas. And who had spoke out? She spoke out over the weekend and over the last couple of days. I just saw a piece, a couple of pieces this morning on Twitter, where she says it was like being in the Holocaust. Uh, these it had to be frightening, frightening as, as hell for anybody to be uh, taken uh, at gunpoint um, by men. Uh, this young woman, she said she was actually in somebody's house, and they operated on her with no anesthesia. It was tremendously painful. And the guy said, if you continue to cry, we're going to send you down to the tunnels. That was a threat. And that must have meant we'll send you down to where you will be uh, abused terribly until you die. And uh, so she somehow made it through that and survived. And that's out on joehoff.com. You can catch that. At the same time, we have General Flynn overnight in a, in a tweet sharing that somebody in Israel made a call to prevent any interference into the Hamas attack for seven hours. There was something going on. He doesn't know if it was Netanyahu, one of the heads of the military in the southern district of Israel, but somebody made a call to prevent any real action against the terrorists for a period of time. And we certainly need to know what happened there. Of course, that doesn't uh, take away from the fact that 1,400 people were killed by Hamas terrorists. Another 250 were, were kidnapped. Some have been murdered uh, that were kidnapped. We know that and uh, terribly, terribly abused before that. And we also know that some are still uh, unaccounted for. So that's news internationally. Ukraine, of course, is falling apart. Politico says that. Biden's narrative now is, uh, well, you're going to end up losing part of your country to Russia, the Russian-speaking part of the country that wasn't too upset about Russia invading in the first place, is my understanding. And uh, so after all the deaths, after all the uh, the uh, bombings, destruction, uh, that's where that's going to end right now. I think that the Biden team is going to try to assist Ukraine in getting the best deal that they can. I don't think I'd want Biden in my corner on, any, corner on anything. They're also interfering in uh, Mexico. We, we hear that. Uh, 
Blinken went there overnight. He's talking with the president of Mexico. I would guess he's not talking about stopping the flow of terrorists to the U or not terrorists. Well, maybe terrorists, but Ill illegal immigrants into the United States, maybe including terrorists. It's uh, probably more about maybe paying it, Mexico for their efforts in continuing this invasion into the country that the uh, Biden-Obama administration wants to continue, just a continuation of the Obama destruction of America. This man's evil beyond compare. Uh, Barack Obama and the and the Biden crime family was just perfect match for Barack Obama. I never saw it before. I thought Biden was just a buffoon. Now I know him as a senile, old, creepy, disgusting, um, sick, perverted criminal, and leading a criminal crime family. Something Rudy always says too. Don't forget, Joe Biden is the father of this crime family, and it's a mess. And we've got information on it now, but. The Bidens go free while they make up charges against President Trump. This is a, a Obama's the FBI. They're his his DOJ. Totally political. It's beyond political. These people are communist, fascist monsters, and they need to be removed. They need to be indicted. They need to be thrown in prison. Every one of them. And if for just uh, just for what they did with the coup d'état against President Trump alone, these people need to be round up. Both both parties as well. I mean, both parties. We're seeing individuals on the so so-called republicans uh on the right standing up signing it signing documents saying that they agree with the that president trump committed an insurrection what a bunch of clowns what a sickos uh i just you know just dummies just dumb uh dumb political people that are only interested in power probably money get paid for this or whatever they get they're getting something for doing this and it's not uh it's not uh it's not anything good you could bet on that so so that's been going on that'll go continue to go on 2024 is going to be a big year in the courts uh we'll see what happens with these bogus cases against trump i see president trump tried to uh delay this this bogus case by this e Jean carroll where she's being backed by billionaire of linkedin reed who's just a freak freak show himself who was in, involved in the uh Podesta Island. He's been in and flight logs flying to and from uh, Epstein's Island. Uh, kind of a sicko himself in front of a sicko judge, a Clinton judge. He's long hair, crusty looking guy who is allowing this case to move forward, even though E. Jean Carroll can't even remember the year, let alone the day that she claims President Trump raped her. President Trump, apparently she met him once with her husband at the time got a picture with him trump doesn't he doesn't know who this lady is from adam saying the crazy lady is, is is accusing him of raping her and uh the crazy courts in new york allowed to go through new york's a mess it's a cesspool now i've wrote about this the last few days we had sal greco on here last week he got removed from the police department because he was he had befriended roger stone who the department of, of the police in new york city said is a felon and therefore greco cannot hang out with him at the same time you've got the police chief former police chief the mayor of new york and letitia james hanging around these places where the individual who owns them guy by the name of rodriguez uh jimmy's cafe is the name of his places where where he has there uh these top politicians uh across new york city hanging out He's got, uh, it's, he's known for drugs. There's been in the past records or reports of cocaine buffets at his, at his uh, restaurants. There's been 
uh, people that have been shot and killed outside his his uh, his restaurants. There's ties between this guy and the, and the mafia. All this stuff I wrote about over the weekend. You can read it at JoeHoff.com. But this is uh, some sick stuff going on in New York. It's like been taken over just by by the criminals. That's who's running New York. It's real clear there. And it's real clear in D.C. with the uh, Biden-Obama administration running the show. It's just so corrupted. And Washington, D.C. is so corrupted. We absolutely uh, need some changes in 2024. This country's uh, headed straight to hell. It already. Rudy actually saw a piece on him overnight. He says, "Well, the country's already lost. It's it's this country's a it's a it's a mess. This is the Obama Biden Democrat you know, destruction of America." He goes, well, "Now we got to fight to get it back. We just got to we just got to get it back because this place it's a mess. What's going on?" And, and uh, these courts, you know, you can be a good person like myself, report the truth in the news and and be sued by uh, Yale Law School attorneys that uh, work for Barack Obama and uh, just others uh, for playing, for making truth, truthful statements and reporting them these uh, against uh, individuals that on video committed crimes. So um, this is this is justice in the Biden Obama's uh, corrupt America. This is the the sickos that are running our institutions. This is not America. This is not uh, the truth. This is not this is not anything good. This is really just dark. And that's why it's so important. Twenty twenty four. We're going to see the bell's going to ring, and we're all going to think, "My God, it's twenty twenty four. We've got to save this country." And we've got to do that as 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 really as quickly as we can. We we need to uh, get some people into this uh, into politics that are courageous, have integrity, and aren't afraid of these monsters from the left like George Soros, who who's just uh, been a sicko. I'd say since he was fourteen, helping Nazis uh, deal from Jews in World War II. So that's what we're up against. We're going to stand strong, and we will win. And that is uh, that is the truth. Today for the last show of the year, got my good friend David Clements, Professor David Clements, Attorney David Clements from New Mexico. He's come out with this great uh, video documentary uh, just a few weeks ago. It's uh, tremendously powerful. I encourage everybody uh, to go out and get it. It's let my people go. And we'll be talking about that on the final show of the year on the Joe Hoff Show right after this. You should hear what Charlie Robinson is talking about. I think once we saw the supply chain issues uh, that happened during the COVID debacle, you go, well, that seems bad for the, you know, when you're fighting somebody for toilet paper, but it could be worse, right? It could be the last can of food. So people are starting to reevaluate and reassess their situations and their relationship with supply chains and the like. And I think what that does is it leads you to a place of saying, how can I make myself less dependent on the system? It's kind of hard to know where to start, right? Where would you suggest we even begin with this process? Yeah, it's funny you said that because someone said to me recently and it made me laugh that this is going to be the kind of collapse where the Burger King's still open. I think that's what's probably lulling people into a false sense of security in that everything when we go to the city kind of appears normal unless you're in one of those really crazy drug adult cities. But for most people, I would say, Charlie, it feels normal, but it ain't normal. <laughs> the world yeah. is not normal. It's completely gone off kilter. Charlie Robinson on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Chief Division Counsel and DOJ have approved a no-knock breach 
We want the subject to be on display, doing the walk of shame, full visual impact. Any questions? Are we becoming a police state? Government told American citizens they couldn't go to church on Sunday. For the first time in my life, I'm saying to myself, am I going to get a knock at the door? FBI warrant, come to the door now! The Patriot Act and FISA were used against Donald Trump. These individuals have commissioned the biggest propaganda play in U.S. history. They don't go after the people that rigged the election. They go after the people that want to find out what the hell happened. We don't need to have a crime. What we need is a person to look at. And then we go find out what crime you did. FBI! Our focus is shifting. Our main priority as a bureau is going to be domestic terrorism. It really paints anybody who's right of center. If you're a pro-life, pro-family Catholic, they define you as radical. These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. We can do anything we want. If you're talking about it, we're talking about it. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hey, we are back, and it is the last Joe Hawk show of 2023, and what a year we've had. And it's my pleasure to introduce to you, for the last time in 2023, uh, welcome uh, to uh, Professor and Attorney David Clements. David, welcome. Hey, Joe. It's good to be with you. So, um, is it is it warm where you're at? What's the temperature there? Uh, it's it's pretty cold for the desert, and uh, I'm in my garage, so it's got very very uh, inadequate heating. And uh, but this is my lab. This is where I go to work. In the summer, it's too ah. hot. In the winter, it's too cold. Wow, cool! But it looks cool. It's really cool. You got a great setup there. Appreciate you being here again, like for the last show of the year. We've been through a lot this past year. I had a number of discussions with you both on and off the show. So it's uh, it's a great way uh, to end the year with you, David, and it's an honor. So appreciate you being here. So last we talked, you were coming out with your documentary. I'd seen it a few times. It's an excellent uh, piece, and I encourage everybody to go out and get it. Let my people go. Uh, dot movie. And uh, so how's that going? What challenges have you had? And uh, what can we, uh, what do you expect in the future here? Well, I'm hoping more people will see it. Um, you've helped get the word out as best that you can. And we've worked with some outlets like uh, the Gateway Pundit to, to promote it. But uh, the reality, Joe, is, is that since the Giuliani verdict um, that happened, I think, last Friday of $148 million um, that was issued in favor of the plaintiffs, Ruby Freeman and Shane Moss. Um, I got panic calls, and I think I shared this with you from people saying, you got to take certain things out of the film um, because people are being victimized by lawfare. And uh, we had Rudy Giuliani indicate that he's going to file for bankruptcy, so he's effectively judgment-proof, which uh, in some small way, it's satisfying to me that these corrupt people um, aren't going to be able to go rush to the jewelry store and get a fur coat just yet. Um, but that's going on. Uh, so a lot of people that were backing the film got cold feet, and we kind of expected that. We, we were still disappointed because we told everyone, look, you're going to have to screen the film. Uh, we 
we give the unvarnished truth and um and you need to know what you're signing up for and you're signing up for lawfare because these people are we've got them dead to rights joe on every which way when it comes to how they're exploiting our election system and the only tool that they've got is to file a lawsuit with unlimited resources to come after people so that was challenge number one challenge number two is three days after the launch of the film the irs uh, basically sends me a bill right before christmas that uh my wife and I now owe additional tens of thousands of dollars related to a 2021 tax return. Um, the timing's very, very curious. Uh, the issue, at least as as well as I can articulate it, is that I should have been listed as self-employed, even though the calendar year of 2021, for the vast majority of it, um, I wasn't self-employed. I was employed by the university where I taught business law. Um, I was terminated, I want to say, in October of that year, and it was for refusing to subject my students to the jab and uh, refusing to subject them to a mass policy that, in my legal opinion, violated the Deceptive Practices Act because it, 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 you know, it, put, it put professors in the position that somehow we were signaling to our students that their health would be uh, mitigated if they put on masks, and I knew the science didn't bear that out. And so I was actually following the law, and this is what led to my suspension and then termination. Um, regardless, after I was terminated, there was a fundraiser that wasn't even set up by me, some, set up by someone else and generous people that I, I think felt in alignment with my view over the mandates, um, donated a lot of money to my, my, my family to, to get through that season. And uh, because we knew that Give, Send, Go identified the donations, these are charitable donations, as, uh, as income, we would have had an uphill battle against the IRS, right? So just so people know, charitable donations up to a point are tax exempt. You don't have to pay taxes on them. We, in an abundance of caution, because we knew the IRS was uh, targeting conservatives like myself, treated it as basic or other income. And we pay taxes on the amount. So we're talking about $87,000. If you've ever had to write a check to the IRS for $87,000, it's a painful experience. So not only is there, there, there no factual basis for receiving the bill, um, we're basically going to be having to deal with some, some um, nameless, faceless agency that gets to determine our fate. And so we've got a response. Uh, we've, uh, went back and forth with our CPA with over 30 years experience. And the IRS rules are amorphous on purpose. Basically, there's no um, there's no law, there's no guidance except for a handful of letters um, over the past 10 years on how to treat crowdsourced charitable donations. And even when we went above and beyond and treated it all as income out of nowhere, uh, two, three years later, uh, taxman says, we want more. And so th that that's kind of been the um, environment that I've been dealing with to launch this film. Uh, on top of that, we had uh, a cyber attack again. So basically we had a distributed denial of service attack on the website itself to, to overload the servers. I mean, it's been one challenge um, after another. So Joe, I know that's, that's kind of a, a long winded story, but it's, it's the reality that I find myself in. I kind of was prepared for it. 
I'm still waiting for the next challenge that emerges. But at the end of the day, um, all I care about is whether or not the film is resonating with with audiences and the the reviews I'm getting from people. Uh, they get why we're experiencing the obstacles that we are. Yeah, I received uh, some information uh, just a couple nights ago from an individual in another state. I'll just leave this person anonymous for now. That uh, this person sent me. Uh, they had received uh, as well a letter from the irs asking for a huge sum of money and uh, the problem is this person too has been looking into election integrity and uh, has been involved in uncovering which you do an incredible job of david and this is why they're so scared of you and why they're attacking you because you're absolutely over the target and so was this other individual and what we've mm -hmm. been talking about you me and and others is that hey yeah dominion's one thing it's over here these systems shouldn't be in place we've got not just a halderman report this professor from michigan but we also have the u.s government saying that these systems in georgia the dominion systems they're not secure a bad actor could hack in and a bad actor could flip an election that's a government report coming out of georgia from the CISA, the same entity that about a year prior said 2020 was the most uh, secure election in u.s history remember krebs saying that and so these guys are saying that but at the same time people like you and me have uncovered well wait a minute there's these companies that are pushing these poll pads and we knew that this was starting up right as 2020 was kind of winding down it seems that the, the awareness of that now they're all over the country and then we looked into these firms uh, like no ink and b pro and vr systems and we find out they've got other modules that are in place and and you know as much about this as anybody but this other person was involved in uncovering some of this information about these what we call new systems the non-election election systems i think is what i referred to in my last book on the cover-up because it's like we're realizing hey we're thinking maybe dominion is a big deal and here like you mentioned in your documentary well wait a minute we've got a whole ferris wheel of modules from these other companies that is just an absolute frightening what they they're going to be able to do to our elections in the future everything it's on the cloud their security is is questionable at best we already know dominion security is questionable these appear to be tied to dominion so anyways this lady uh person gets uh 300 and some thousand dollar irs uh, uh notice as well over the past week or so it's because we're over the target and fascists and communists want to shut you down and that's what we're yeah. facing and that's why we continue because we just want the truth out there what do you think I, about you know well, that joe i know exactly who you're talking about because uh this is a small pool of experts when it comes to who really is conveying the truth and bringing the receipts and, the, and i know exactly who you're talking about and um yeah as soon as there was a major breakthrough that exposed um how some of these integrated software products are being used uh, the reward of this citizen investigator was uh, an irs investigation hundreds of thousands of dollars exposure and um, I, all I can say is that she's challenging it. It's, uh, there's a response and we'll see what happens. And, and here's the deal. Even if you challenge it, uh, we're penalized through the interest that accrues. And so while, you know, there's a delay, um, if the IRS comes back and says, no, you still owe the money, which they can do, 
um, you, you're potentially paying, you know, another five to $10,000 in interest. Um, and that's not the only person I know someone else who, um, is an, an election integrity fighter, got, uh, a bill from the IRS related to 2021, same tax year as me for the same amount. <laughs> it's almost as if there's like a table wow. chart to go after, uh, election fighters. And so this is, this is the, the new weaponization, you know, like, look, no due process. And just so people know, I'm, I'm extremely frugal. I'm an extremely frugal person. I've never been audited after paying for taxes for 30 years. And just so people know, when I was a law professor, I was a business law professor. Uh, so I taught corporations. I taught LLCs. I taught intellectual property. I, I had to be very, very familiar with tax regulations when I advised clients. And so, I, I mean, I'm not here to toot my own horn, but I know what I'm doing. And <laughs> this is something that I'm actually far more familiar with than elections. I've just had to dive into elections as a, as a citizen investigator over the last three years. But, but this has never happened to me. So this is not like a, a tax return uh, snafu. What we're finding is in the administrative state, the labyrinth of laws is so unwieldy. It's so contradictory. And that's by design. And so at any point, you know, the lowest learners of the world, the IRS agents can basically nickel and dime me, and that's what they're doing. And um, I'm basically at their mercy. And uh, it's no different than some of the, the people that we follow where people are being presumed guilty before a trial. They're being deprived of juries. I'm talking about Giuliani. I'm talking about Trump with Giuliani. He was penalized uh, for not turning over discovery that was already seized by the FBI. Where's the justice there? Uh, and he was, I think, in, in, in some ways or not another, it's basically looking at contempt-like sanctions where people are nickel and dime that way. Uh, you had a finding from Judge, I call him Demogorgon, in New York, um, where there was a finding of guilt, even though the appellate courts had ruled in favor of the Trump administration. It doesn't matter. It's all about depletion of resources um, because they don't want to make martyrs out of people. And so what they're trying to do is keep people confined to a courtroom or through an IRS agent that you, that's not on a ballot, mind you. These these are just people that are nameless, faceless uh, agitators that can go out and make your life a living hell. And uh, this is par for the course. I mean, this is this isn't my first run in with people trying to uh, take my livelihood from me. Um, I, I've I've had to endure five uh, complaints and five investigations against my license, which has basically put me in a place of limbo for the last calendar year, because there's all kinds of rules associated with uh, the rules of professional responsibility where I have to advise potential clients that, oh, by the way, uh, yours truly is under investigation right now. And that just having to disclose that uh, injures my reputation, right? Well, why are you under investigation? Uh, because I question the results of the 2020 election. Well, it's questionable. I, I understand that, but uh, that's why I'm under investigation. And let me just kind of give you an idea of how laughable some of these investigations are, Joe. The last one was filed by a witch that had a website. And on the website, there were screenshots that we captured where there are tarot card readings calling for my destruction and my wife's destruction. This was entertained by the state bar of New Mexico. 
accepted and merited an investigation, a card-carrying witch who on her own website had her tarot card reading and interpretation calling for basically a curse upon me and my wife. This is how absurd uh, these investigations are. And it didn't matter. Like it, it should have been so self-evident. But what do I have to do? I have to exhaust money and resources to respond to each of the allegations. And and uh, to this day, I have not received any closure from the state bar on that last investigation. They've let, basically left me in limbo for over one year with a complaint filed by a witch. That's the world we live in, Joe. That's that's amazing stuff. I didn't know that, David. I knew you were, you know, they keep threatening your bar your bar license. And I'm like, let's, you know, of course we all know why. It's because because you're doing the right thing. And this, you know, and 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 I, I saw Rudy yesterday, Rudy Giuliani made a comment that uh says, Well, you know, we're not fighting to keep this country, it's been stolen. He said, No, it it's gone. We need to fight to get it back. This this country is a mess right now. And I, I would uh, I would have to agree with that. You look at the D.C. courts, you look at these uh, corrupt individuals that are being placed by George Soros in, in significant role, roles in cities and states across the country. There has been an, an there has been an attack. We've got this invasion on the southern border. Millions of men coming into this country. We don't know who they are. Millions. We you know military age. Millions Chinese. Uh, it's, it's, this is to me, I don't think I just mentioned this earlier to our producer on the show. Uh, this, uh, I don't think you could do a better job if you tried, this is, this is the destruction of America. This is what they want to do. They'd love to see a civil war start out. Uh, they be in China, world economic forum, and anybody that hates America would love to see it. They'd come here. They'd side with the, with the side that's trying to destroy this country and the good people here. We've got the, uh, FBI, Targeting people that go to school boards, talking parents that want to stand up for their children. Uh, we've got uh, the FBI knocking down people's doors because they pray at abortion clinics. We've got these incredible stories, and um, this is who we are now. It's so. I think Rudy's right. We've got to fight to get this thing back. And and I tell you what, David, I really believe now, and I'll probably be saying this throughout twenty twenty four. The most significant thing coming up in 2024, and people are going to realize that some people already do, I think you and I do, is the elections. If we can't have fair and transparent elections, we're done. It's over, and, and this country is dead. And you've done an incredible job of showing the picture, painting this picture of what an incredible frightening mess our election system is, is now, especially with your new film, you know, let my people go. It's it's a great film and you've done a great job. So you're over the target, David. And and we're going to continue to fight this next year to ensure that we fix as much of this mess as we can. Well, thank you, Joe. Uh, yeah, you can find the film at letmypeoplego.movie. Make sure you use a promo code, get it half off. I, I would recommend Joe Hoff's name. Uh, just put Joe Hoff in there and and watch it uh, and you can pay it forward. Uh, that's If people want to know how they can help me, I tell them, don't give me money. Because that's just something that the IRS can collect a third on to come after me <laughs> even more. What I'd rather people do is see the film, share it, um, especially to local officials that administer our elections. Um, 
But I want to comment on one thing that you mentioned up, which is the border, right? There's there's lots of consequences to stolen elections. Um, I live in Las Cruces, which is about 30 minutes north of the border. And this beautiful small city has been fundamentally changed. And it's weird because there's a buffer zone of about 60 miles where uh, the Border Patrol can station. So I live right within that buffer zone. And most people that come across the border want to get past it to get to the highways and byways uh, and, and get further away from line of sight so they don't get deported um, or held right there on the border. Uh, but this small, idyllic city that I live in is completely different. We have homelessness problems. It's basically a trash can now where people migrate through. Um, our parks are littered with drugs. The parks that I take my children to, uh, there's a homelessness epidemic. It's not a safe place. And I, I live about 45 minutes away from El Paso, which is one of the major airports, um, international airports. There are lines for illegal aliens that have their own lines to get on airplanes. And I guarantee you the screening process that they go through doesn't seem to be as robust as the one that I go through. Um, and we've got people that are crossing the border that have access to the sewer systems. I mean, I think actually, actually Gateway Pundit put out one of the stories, and I can confirm this, where illegal aliens are coming out of sewer manholes in El Paso. Uh, so it's, it's, it is an invasion. It's something that we see, and I'm sitting here going, I love my state. I love my city. But it's, it's not a safe place to raise children anymore. And the reality is, how long are we going to let this madness go on? Yeah. And this is part and parcel to to stolen elections because you have an administration uh, that it has just completely opened the door for anyone and everyone to come through. And uh, that wasn't the case under the Trump administration. Mm. You know, I've got a, a relative, I'll just leave it at that, uh, that moved his family down to El Paso few years back, maybe 10 years ago under the Obama administration. And uh, he got a nice promotion through the government working uh, as a government employee in in one of the uh, many fields in the government. Anyways, very shortly, the first thing they wanted to do is move. They they did not feel safe down there. It was, and this was maybe ten years ago. I can't imagine what it's like now, especially if people come crawling out of sewers. I mean, that's it. I mean, that's your choice, and that's uh, maybe that is mankind. Is that what people do when they don't feel safe? They leave. They move if they have the capability and the means. They get the you know the hell out of there because, uh, or you can stand and try to fight it and. Um, but man, I gotta tell you, I don't know how I, you know, the pictures I see of these armies of men crossing that border, I, I don't know one where they're going, and and two, uh, I, I wouldn't feel real safe, you know, being near that. Well, it's it's weird, Joe, because you've seen the film. I don't live in a gated community. I live in, I, I mean, it's the hood, <laughs> but we we've lived in the same house since uh, we got married. It's a no lot line house. And we know our neighbors, and sometimes we get new neighbors, but it's it's a tight-knit community. But we don't, like, we feel the impacts of this invasion. And uh, it's one of those things where I'm kind of a let's-go-down-with-the-ship type of person. I'm a big believer in miracles, and uh, I, I firmly believe that if we're going to save our elections, we have to save our elections in the worst-run states, in the most corrupt counties. And if it can happen here... Uh, we've got a chance anywhere. And um, that's why I'm so passionate about 
uh, elections. I never thought that um, what could be my legacy in life is to uh, help spur an abolitionist movement that uh, at first blush, people would say, what do you mean abolitionist movement? This is this is combat with the slave trade. When people take your vote, they take everything from you. They take, uh, they, when they take that ballot away from you, they take control of measures that affect your property taxes, where money goes. And it's the most sophisticated form of money laundering because we are um, – we are led to think that somehow we voted for this, that we chose the people that are in power. We chose the policies. And the reality is we're not choosing a thing. We're watching political theater. And um, and so there, there's nothing else for me uh, on the horizon other than solving this problem uh, for, for my children and uh, the people that I know and love. And so like we started this show off with some of the obstacles and do they suck? Absolutely. They suck. Um, I, I really enjoyed my profession. I had a great life uh, prior to 2020. It was probably the best experience that I've had. I finally climbed up the social economic ladder. I could afford things. I could take my kids out. I had security. And all of that went out the window. And the reality is, um, it, I'm, not, I'm not asking for pity because uh, it was an illusion. I thought I was doing okay, but our country is in such bad shape that whether or not I get picked off, uh, investigated, whether or not the Hoff brothers are, are picked off, investigated, the same fate awaits every single American if we don't solve the election crisis. It's that simple. And many of us will have to rebuild, Lord willing, after a victory in 2024, but it's going to take everyone to improve the terrain and and just find out how the snake, the, the snake news media acts and how the slave trade is deployed in, in modern times. But make no mistake, this is a slave trade. And uh, the Hoff brothers, the Donald Trumps of, of the world, the Rudy Giuliani's, these are modern day abolitionists, in my opinion, because they're trying to touch to show you how the invisible chains of, of these rig machines, the rig software really takes away everything that's that's dear to to. Uh, most Americans. Hmm. Uh, absolutely, Dave. Hundred percent agree. Um, I think that's why we relate so well. So I, my my story's similar. I mean, during COVID, I uh, ended up uh, had a great job, career overseas, big uh, big international executive in Hong Kong, loving life, uh, enjoying uh, the exotic nature of my work, and and suddenly came, things came crashing down thanks to media matters and COVID and. Uh, so it can certainly relate on so many levels. Hey, we're going to take a real quick break, and we'll be back with David Clements, good friend and American patriot here in one moment. Deweaponizing weather with reality and perspective. Two new internationally peer-reviewed studies published in major scientific journals have documented misleading northern hemisphere temperature data and attribution analysis indicating inadequate considerations of the urban heat island influence on climate records and dominant influences of the sun and producing warming and cooling phases. Published in August in the journal Climate, the first of these studies concludes that the global warming influences on people could be mostly an urban problem associated with a well-known urban heat island phenomenon by where structures, including paved surfaces and concrete buildings, absorb heat during the day 
and release it at night, but of course much more slowly. Although urban areas account for less than 4% of the global land surface, they contain many of the weather stations where temperatures are collected which substantially skew the bigger picture. Whereas the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change estimates that UHI accounts for less than 10% of the global warming, the new study suggests that urban warming might account for up to 40% of the recorded change since 1850. Now you combine that with some of the other things that the IPCC conveniently seems to ignore, like underwater heating that's going on, and what do you get? You get a good reason to be very, very skeptical on what you're being told about the climate. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog, meteorologist Joe Bastardi, asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. Sometimes life can be overwhelming and suicide may seem like the only way to relieve the pain. Beyond Now is an evidence-based app created by Beyond Blue to help you cope when suicidal thoughts start to appear. You can use it to create an easy-to-follow plan that is personal to you and includes steps like know your warning signs so you can act early, make your environment safe by removing harmful items, activities you can do or people you can be with to distract yourself from suicidal thoughts, reminders of things that make you feel strong. Some of these steps might be tough to fill out, and that's okay. It can be helpful to make or share your safety plan with a trusted friend, family member or mental health professional. You might feel like you're alone, but help is available. If you're worried you can't stay safe, use the red telephone icon to call your emergency contacts. Download the free Beyond Now app today to create your personal safety plan. This is The Joe Hoff Show on TNT Radio. Hey, we are back. This is Joe Hoft on the Joe Hoff Show. Happy to be here. Happy to be with you on this final show of 2023, the year end of 2023. And what a year it's been. It's been a, another crazy and uh, chaotic and uh, spiritual and growing year. I think that the, the blessings with all this have, have been for me, I'd have to say, is as you step back and you look at it, uh, you know, it's like... Uh, I've heard the term coal has to be squeezed immensely to become a diamond. And I tell you what, we're getting squeezed this year. I know David is as well. My guest, David Clements here. And uh, in that way, have grown a lot, have got, have been challenged a lot, have to look at things with new a new pair of glasses. And that's been challenging at times, but it's been a real uh, blessing in, in, uh, in, in making it through that process, seeing what I who I really am and uh, and finding these incredible people in my life that have just come out of nowhere that have just been such blessings and including uh, you know our guest today, David Clement. So David, what do you see as, as we wind down 2023? What are your thoughts? How will you remember this year, do you think in the into the future? Well, I resonate with what you just said. There's been a lot of personal growth uh, and I know we can give you a checklist of things that uh, we've discovered, investigated, and reported on, and, and you've been instrumental in that. But I, I have to agree with you. I think the the journey of finding new friends, uh, finding new heroes, uh, finding people that are not afraid to risk much to save our country, and um, a heightened discernment. Um, 
I can tell you right now, there's no education like the one that I've received over the past three years. It's not even close. And I thought that I had an education being a longtime prosecutor. Uh, I, I had to go after real hardened criminals for the better part of a decade. And uh, I got to put a thousand people on the stand and cross-examine them. You get good at reading people. But this is a whole nother level. When I started talking about elections and being introduced to what I call the Patriot Titans out there, you find out that some are indeed patriots and some are not. And uh, if you believe that there was a coup, a soft power coup, where the most powerful political figure was removed from office, you have to come to the inescapable conclusion that the Department of Homeland Security and many intelligence agencies facilitated that. And they didn't stop on November 3rd. They've continued to double down to make sure that people like Trump never get on a ballot. And that this comes with the news just yesterday where Maine, the SOS has declared her intent uh, to declare that, that Trump is illegitimate and can't be on the ballot. And there's lots of legalities about that position being untenable. But the realization is this, is they have to double down. It's a zero sum game. There is not a, a pathway for team evil that will allow for Trump to be on the ballot unless we, the people, stand up. And so I've had to learn uh, to be better at sniffing out BS and processing good information versus yeah. bad information. Uh, because yeah. I'll be honest, uh, since 2021, uh, I just had no idea how deep the swamp truly was. You can you can read about it in a newspaper article, but when the swamp comes after you and, and plants seeds of stuff that sounds really good, but it's not, um, your reputation gets gets caught up. You, you, I mean, I, I hate to use a different expression, but uh, you circle the toilet bowl with a lot of people that you don't really know who they are until you find out who they are. And uh, so all this to say that, you know, approaching 2024, I'm, I'm older, a little uglier, but tremendously wiser than I was um, in 2021. And that's the byproduct of a lot of painful experiences, but they are what they are. And, and uh, I feel like I'm more prepared uh, mm. to take on the responsibility. If we are granted the opportunity to actually have transparent, safe, secure elections, where we're counting votes at the precinct level with voter ID all in one day with no machines, I feel like I'm now in a place where I can help um, other patriots across the country carry that out. And I can't say that I was ready to do that in February of 2021, but I am now. Yeah, you, you remind me of the story I heard years ago about uh, this mother talking to her daughter or something. And it goes something like she, uh, her, her daughter was having a hard time. And the mother puts a, an egg, a bean, and some coffee and some boiling water. And she says, well, you know, life gives you challenges. Life can be really challenging. You know, you're, you're, you know, you're in the, you're in the heat of the battle, whatever. And you can either be like this egg and, and get hard, become a, like a boiled egg, get hard, change and become just hard and mean and, and, you know, bitter. Or you could be like the bean and just become a soft, mushy and just let people just trample right over you. Or you can become like the coffee and, and, and make something better and um out of the whole process and i thought that was pretty interesting little little you know message from years ago but that's really what you know what we're going through here i think it's a, yeah i i at times i actually have had some thoughts recently that this has been a blessing 
you know it's like um yeah it's tough man i'm getting sued by the same people that just got away with a suit with rudy giuliani getting 148 million and he didn't even have a trial these are the same people coming after me i mean i could i could melt i get frustrated i've talked to you about this a number of times and uh the challenges i've had and uh but it's also it's been a blessing you know and that god would honor me so much with such a with such a, an experience i i tell you what i i'll mention this i had general flynn on this show not long ago and i was going through some challenges with my attorneys uh in this case that i'm involved in and i said at what point do you you know do you, did you realize that you know you need new attorneys he needed new attorneys and he said well at some point my gut was telling me this and he said my wife's gut was telling her we talked and he said we uh we realized I needed to get better attorneys, which he brought in Sidney Powell, and that really changed everything. And uh, and I told him I had just been talking to a buddy here in Florida the weekend before and have realized that the older I get, the more I trust my gut, usually the better off I am. And, and that's a technique that I've maybe been blocking my whole life. I could My gut might be telling me something, but I haven't listened or for some reason I want to rationalize through it. But maybe to just slow down and just kind of trust my gut has maybe been one experience I've learned this past year. For 2024, David, what do you see? Uh, what's going to be the blessings for all of us? I think it's going to be the great year of restoration, vindication, and uh, justice. And I, I have to believe that because there's there's no going back. We either reclaim the White House and clean up the mess that is systemic election fraud or we've lost the country. And so um, I'm tired. I, I was hoping that this movie would actually give me a respite where other people can take the baton. And what I'm finding uh, out is that I'll probably have to work as hard, if not harder, um, to see this through. This is basically the last leg of the race. And so uh, the Apostle Paul tells us about running that race and running it well, and I intend to do that. So I feel like I've been able to rest up this week. And um I think there's going to be some big revelations that are coming out. We've got, you know, talk about the Epstein list. I don't know. And then I want to plant one seed with your viewers, Joe, is visit the story of Cassius Clay, not Muhammad Ali, but the person that, that Muhammad Ali was named after. And uh, you'll find the greatest example of abolition in history, better than William Wilberforce, better than anyone. And I just stumbled across this story. But people need to find their God courage. And you mentioned having to take on the lawfare and the tyrants. After you familiarize yourself with the story of Cassius Clay, you're going to want to do more. And you're going to want to fight these tyrants wherever they're at. So God bless you, Joe, for, for being a fighter. And we need, we need people to find their God courage in 2024 and uh, just, just be bold. Mm that is what it's all about that's why we're here on the spiritual journey in the first place and it is the whole thing it's a spiritual journey david it's an honor to walk this road with you appreciate all you've done god bless you your family this year and and next and uh look forward to uh some incredible times as this uh, next year unfolds god bless happy new year and we will be back and we'll see you again david in uh, next year in 2024 yeah. Great. Thank you.